you here for? Uh-huh. Strictly business. Yeah. You want a job, job. or get rich? I'm bossed up. 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 I got boss in my IV. Just check my ID, and that's why I be the H and I C. People despise me. My services ain't free. Ain't trying to hear your story, homie. Cop me, no please. In high school, corner quarterback. Nowadays, corner quarter sack. Keep that on the low. Rappers turning into rats. Slots missing on they sell. DEA ransack. What's good? What's popping? Moog is still on the road. He's on the way to the crib, but we are still here. It's not going to stop the show. Um, It's a fucking football Friday. We about to go nuts. Um, Oh, we about to turn up today. We about to turn up today. I guess we kind of did the smoke show a little too early last week. I think we did, bro. I think we might have jumped the gun on that. We might have jumped just a little bit, but it's all good. It's all good. Um, Shout out to everybody who's listening. Shout out to everybody who's watching. We are here, Super Bowl Friday. Like I said, we're going to turn this whole thing upside down. But before we get going, um, you know what time? I haven't done this in a minute. I got a whole new thing for it. Um, let's get it. I'm going to be a bully out there. You hear me? I'm going to be a goddamn bully, and ain't nothing y'all can do to stop me. Oh, gee. Come on, man. So. That was fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. I loved it. Yep, I loved it. That was great. So, um, uh, we had to bring back Mel OG, um, Mel O'Head rant of the day. Um, and this goes to the NFL. Of course, it's a football show, so it's got to be football related. Um, we need to get rid of this quarterback slide rule. Um, it's ridiculous. Quarterbacks. Mobile quarterbacks are taking full advantage of it. Um, the league does it. The refs don't know how to ref it, and it's becoming a problem. Um, the Steelers um, were victims of this twice against the, against the um, Buffalo Bills. Um, Josh Allen's touchdown run, he faked the slide for those who weren't paying attention. He slowed down, stutter stepped, faked the slide. The defense let up. He blows through the defender, scores a touchdown which set up in the third quarter a penalty on third and six, I think it was, where the pocket collapsed. Josh Allen stepped up, was going to run for the first down. The defense started to collapse. He slides, but the defender this time was like, I'm not falling for the banana and the tailpipe. Hits Josh Allen. Josh Allen gets up, throws his hands in the air. He's bitching and moaning. Ref throws the flag. 15-yard penalty. It's not fourth down. It's bullshit. Look. If you're gonna cross that line of scrimmage, if you're gonna jump, if you're gonna come into the jungle, you gotta play with the lions, dog. You gotta play with the lions. So all of that protecting the quarterback, you can't protect them when they decide to run into the jungle. Period. If you want to do that, this is my this is my proposal to the NFL. My proposal. If you want to protect the quarterbacks, cool. You tell the quarterbacks you cannot cross the line of scrimmage. You cannot. The second you cross the line of scrimmage, all bets is off. There is no slide rule. There's none of that. You're going to get hit just like a receiver, just like a running back, just like a tight end, just like a do I really want to like a football player. Okay? Or take their equipment off. Take their equipment off. Just put them niggas in helmets 
and that's it. So can't nobody hit him. All he got to do is two-hand two touch him, boom, he dead. But don't put a football equipment on this man if he's not going to play football. It's stupid. It's dumb. So. Hey, I mean, I'm not – I. it's funny, okay? So a few things about this, right? I watched the play that everybody was talking about, and to me, that – one, two McDonald's, two step the heat. <laughs> Bro, this man did a skip to my loo. Yeah. That man was out there at the family reunion two stepping. And Doing electric baked slide. The, and baked the whole defense. Like, I get it if people want to say that he fakes like, hey, it's fine, whatever. But don't be surprised if a nigga hits you. That's all I got. Just like what I said, bro. If you go, if but you the problem fake is, slide, but the problem is, if I hit you, I, it's 15 yards. I, I don't care. I'm going to take it. And like I said, with like just like I said with the Kenny Pickett thing, and when he was in college, I'm gonna hit him too, and I'm taking the penalty, and I'm going up to my coach. Yep, I hit that nigga, and I'm taking the penalty, bro. I don't care because if that's what you're gonna do, if that's the game you're gonna play, then that's the game I'm going to play as a defender. I'm gonna hit your ass. There's no, there's no ifs ands or buts about it. You feel me? Now, per, like I said personally, I don't think he tried to fake slide. I just think Josh Allen did the one two two step and baked the whole defense, and now everybody trying to say he fake slid. But nah, like, but see, like, like, I, but I, I don't is, have a problem with what you said though. Like, I don't have a problem with what you said at all. If you're gonna do that, understand the fucking risk because I'm gonna hit as a defender. I'm gonna fucking okay. hit you. I'm gonna take it a step further because Josh Allen is probably the best case scenario for this because Josh Allen likes to dip his shoulder and run defenders over, but then he wants to slide when he wants to. No. Now no. I can see why you say that. I can see why you say that because. We never really, we never seen Josh Allen necessarily juke anybody out or show the agility or the ability to do so. Yeah, like he wants to dip his shoulder and then get up and, you know, bark at DBs and shit like that. But when it's a linebacker, he don't got that energy. So my thing is, how are you you supposed to referee that? Or if I'm a defensive defensive player, I don't even want to say defense back. If I, in my mind, I know that you are a physical runner, because that's what Josh Allen likes to think he is, then that's cool. I'm going to treat you like a physical runner. I'm going to lay these pads to you. But don't yep. turn bitch and that's then fine. slide. And then when you get hit, you want to throw, jump up, put your hands in the air and look for the flag. That's not that's if fine. You're, if you're a physical dude, you're a physical dude. Justified. Like I said, ju- absolutely justified, right? And I know, like, like I said, I, to me, I watched it. It looked like to me, it didn't look like he was trying to fake slide. But I can understand why people say that because we've never seen an example of Josh Allen trying to juke anybody or use any kind of agility or cut moves to, you know, to continue to play. So I can definitely understand. But it it was just funny because it literally looked like he was out there doing the electric slide, the two step and got through the hole. But I I swear to God, I screamed. But I I completely 100 percent agree, bro. If you're going to do that. Be prepared for the consequences. And as defensive players, I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm. They should start coming out like, yeah, I'm going to take that fine every time. I'm going to take that 15. I'm going to take that fine. Because if y'all not going to change the motherfucking rules, if y'all not going to sit up here and claim to look out for the safety of players, right, not just quarterbacks, but the safety of players, then I'm not going to give a fuck about it. I'm going to fire right. that nigga the fuck up. And what you said is exactly what I was talking to my boy about. I was just like, look, the next collective bargaining agreement, when they have these sit down, they have these conversations, I'm like, somebody's got to be in there to talk for the defense. Somebody's got to be in there because every rule 
that was put in place was to put the defense at a total disadvantage. Mm-hmm. You can't touch the receivers. You can't hit the quarterback. You can't get physical at the line. You can't do anything. So at some point, somebody's got to sit in those meetings and be like, okay, cool. We got the scoring up. But what? Because these defenders, what happens is they're losing money. Because if I hit yep. you late and I get fined, I lose money. Mm-hmm. I lose. I could possibly lose my job if I do it too much. Kareem Jackson. Kareem Jackson. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like you're putting me in a bad situation business wise because I am a. I know the NFL is a business, but I'm a business as a person as well. Mm-hmm. When I'm on this team, I'm a business. Like so, somebody's got to sit down and have this conversation with the yeah, no, association definitely. and. You know, and get this stuff under control. Yeah, it reminds me of God damn, what the fuck was his name? But he was a Steeler safety, played a few years back. But he literally said the same thing we're saying. Like, if y'all don't want me to hit these motherfuckers, bro, take their fucking pads off. Take their fucking pads off and give it, give us some fucking flags and tell me exactly what I can and can't do on the field. Because if y'all gonna sit up here and keep taking money out of my pocket for shit that y'all are being vague on, it's not us. Right. We're not coming up with the rules. Saying that, oh, well, as defenders, we should know. Y'all are doing that as the league. So y'all are sitting for coming up with these new rules, but not giving us defenders an actual way or an out as to what we can do. Y'all are telling us a whole bunch of shit we can't fucking do. So unless y'all are willing to come out and be like, hey, yo, this is the new technique that we're implying, right, that we're making mandatory, whatever the fucking case may be, this is the new technique that we're telling defenders to practice in order to to, to, in order to make the game safer, whatever the fucking case may be. But if y'all not going to come out and do that shit, then don't expect defenders to care about your goddamn rules, bro. They're going to start taking these fines. And they're going to the lose, lose Tyler Higby because of bullshit. Like, if you if we were just playing football and he gets hit regularly, no, he never gets hit in his knee. He never, never tears his, his ACL. Knee. He never nope. tears his ACL. But because of the rules of that in place, oh, he's a defensive receiver. He can't, as a receiver, this is a receiver talking, hit me up top. Please. Please hit me up top. That's where all my pads are, stupid. Oh, my God. Say that again, please. Because for the people that don't understand, right? There's the people that, for the people that don't fucking understand. That's where all of the equipment is. Y'all got to understand something. We don't have pads, hard plastic pads, shit that sound like this on the side of our fucking knees, dog. We don't have that in the front of our knees. We got a soft-ass, low-ass pad in the front of our knees, but the side where the ACL, the the PCL, the MCL, the LCL, where all the fucking important-ass knee ligaments are, there's no pad. It's a little-ass, thin-ass, fucking tight-ass cloth. So the fact that motherfuckers are telling people because that's what's irritating me, y'all. Telling people to specifically hit people right there, dog. That's dangerous. Very dangerous. Hit these motherfuckers up top, dog, for real. Because y'all are sitting there talking about, oh, I'm just going to go at the ankles. Bro, there's no pad right there. <laughs> Zero. There's nothing right there. That's literally hard plastic going to bone. Hard plastic going to ligaments. That's dangerous compared Very. to hard plastic going to hard plastic, bro. Come on, now make it make sense. Right. And I keep trying to think, like, the sound of these things, it sounds way worse than what it actually is. It sounds what y'all hear on TV is not what what y'all hear on TV is nowhere near what is compared to on the field. I promise you. So it's like you get hit 
And then some, some, sometimes people got to tell you, like, you got smoked. And you're like, I did? It looked crazy? Mm-hmm. Like, Man, it looked crazy. Yeah. But it, you didn't it, feel it. it. One of them ones. Yep. Didn't feel, didn't feel not a damn thing. <laughs> it didn't feel shit. You do a whole ass flip and land on your neck like Bijan Robinson did when he was at Texas and bounce up like, damn. First yeah. down? Oh, okay. What's the next play? Because you won't even feel it. Nope. So, fix that goddamn rule. I hate it. I hate it. A wise it. man once told me if you run at full speed, even if you make a mistake, oh, well, you're still going full, full speed. So, if you run at full speed and you just so happen to get hit, guess what? Hey. <laughs> The other person got hit too because they run at full speed as well. There's a reason why they tell NASCAR drivers not to tense up before Don't. they get into an accident. If y'all are both running full speed, relax and shit, and proper and, and practice the proper technique that y'all have been taught since pop order, guess what? Both y'all gonna be fine. <laughs> That's what I said. That's what I tell you. Like if you ever noticed, the people who are in car accidents, like when a drunk person and a regular person, like sober person, that are in car accident. And they always wonder how the drunk person came out of the accident with nothing but maybe some scrapes. He was too drunk to tense his body. Yep. That's it. That's a real, it's a real thing. It's a real fact. Danica Patrick literally proved it. <laughs> she literally proved it. She had a car, a camera in her car. She spun out, hit the fucking wall. All you seen was her go like this. <laughs> and then regain, regain traction of the wheel. Mm-hmm. Proof of footing, bro. Trying to tell y'all. The shit. It works, but leave it up to the NFL to tell us football players who have been playing this game for over 10 years that we don't know what we're doing. Exactly. Like, yeah. hey, this coming from a dude who has not suffered a major injury in over 30 years of football. It's only coming from somebody who's only suffered one, legitimately, one major injury. Well, <laughs> one surgery. Come on, bro. One, one major surgery. injury. <laughs> one major injury in 10th grade, and I'm going to get two times. I'm clipping this up. You know, my man Tuton, he does, you know, the, the podcast with Tequila Spikes. We was in 10th grade, hit this, because he's the same size now as he was in high school. And I hit him and dislocated my hand, broke some fingers and ligaments and all types of silly shit, because he's 6'5", 250 pounds in 10th grade, playing tight end. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. By the way, I don't classify me personally. I don't classify broken hands and fingers or serious injuries. That's just me. I know a lot of people. That's just me because I missed the whole damn season. That's you feel me? And I know a lot of people do, but that's that's just me personally because I played with a broken hand. So, but as a receiver, I understand why he had why my boy Mel had to miss the whole season for a broken. No, I was the safety. Well, I was safe. I was the free safety at the time. Oh, okay. That makes even more sense then. Yeah. So. As to yeah. why, you know, that, that collision but, happened. But moving on. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Um, let's get to, um, if, you know, people, if y'all, if y'all are following the Inside the Huddle TikTok, if you're not following the Inside the Huddle TikTok, I need you to go follow that ASAP. Get us popping over right there now. as well. Um, posted a video. Right now. Get another video. I'm going to do a collage. I told my wife this the other night. Uh, I'm going to do a collage of all of the, let's say, suspicious things that have happened in um, Big Head Media opposed to things that we have said here on this show that ironically have popped up on their show. Um, mm, things that we have, you know, things that we have predicted in real time and then it happened in real time. Like, I went back and GQ was talking about in an alternate universe, let's say 
the 49ers trade Trey Lance to the Dallas Cowboys. And while we are on air, the 49ers traded Trey Lance to the Dallas Cowboys. So, you know, it, it, it's kind of, you know, I'm going to do a little montage. So basically what I'm trying to tell y'all is we are the best damn sports show. When we say we're not just trying to like juice ourselves up, we we literally telling y'all facts. Like the proof is in the pudding. Like people like because somebody was like, oh, you know, that's just being cocky. I was like, no, 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 it's not being cocky. What I'm trying to explain to y'all is we know what the hell we're talking. Okay, this is not we don't do barbershop talk all the time. Our show is really analysis and breakdown. We're giving you um, sports talk for the people, real like with no agendas, no nothing. Yeah, it's, just it's, not no, uh, it's not no uh, clickbait of uh, right. who's better or who's this or who's that or bringing up old-ass conversations that don't really matter. No, nah, we're going to keep you updated on news, whatever's going on in the football world, whatever's going on in the NFL, CFL, UFL. doesn't matter, okay? This is a football show. We're bringing, this, we bring, we bringing YouTube and everybody football. But we want everybody to know. We We know. I don't, I don't know. Think we know. Right. We I don't know. know if there's an intern that's sitting down, like, oh, let's see what they talk about today. And then they go on ESPN and they feed it to, you know, because, you know, it seems like, you know, it's one particular show. Get up. I didn't want to say that. That, um, that seems like, you know, they kind of follow everything that we do, you know. And I'm not mad or greedy, but bring us on the show. Hey, I was gonna say, Greeny, I listen to you every day on the radio, gang. You might as well. Just I've been look. I've been with Greeny since Mike and Mike back in the day. Like you feel me? Like come so, on now. I have no problem coming on the show, man. Like just bring us man. on. Give us some love. We here. And I don't um, want to hear nothing about nothing with tattoos and stuff like that because y'all had Lil Wayne up there. So go ahead and bring me on on the show, man. It's good. I don't need no makeup, man. You feel me? My skin is buttery soft as it is. You know huh. what I mean? Just get my good side. It's good. I mean, you know, get the side I mean, where the CSM is on. You feel me? So I can put it on for the college. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to college. But yes, right. so, we see y'all. Okay? We see y'all. For we those who are, okay? We know when y'all in the box or y'all in the live and we see the numbers going up, but no, but y'all necessarily don't want to come in. It's okay, bro. I understand. Okay? It's all good. We, but love we it. see y'all. Okay? Because and we love it. I mean, really do. Because for those who don't, you know, for people who don't know what I'm talking about, um, so. A couple of weeks ago, we had a conversation about Mike Tomlin and everybody saying Mike Tomlin's um, message is getting stale. And I'm like, no, it's not that it's stale. It's just he doesn't have the athlete and he doesn't have the quarterback. And I had said if uh, Kirk Cousins was the quarterback, they would have won two Super Bowls a couple of years back when they had Ben Roethlisberger and was still winning. And fast forward to two days ago. They literally said everything that we said. Then, literally, like verbatim. And then this is going to be the transition because Moolah wanted to talk about this. My brother RG three. Um, I had said in the beginning of the season that you know should the Cowboys not win a Super Bowl in the next four to five years, that they should really look into hiring Deion Sanders as their coach because it only makes sense. Prime time in Dallas, his you know. His house is in Texas. His family's out there. He coached high school out there. It makes sense. You got to have a star to coach the stars. And That's RG3 why they brought in Jimmy said, Johnson. 
And Jimmy and uh, RG3 came out two days ago and said, hey, I think the Dallas Cowboys should make the call to Deion Sanders and have him be the next coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Now, Mel, isn't it crazy how it's not just like – it's not just stuff that we talk about, right? Like, Because I know a lot of people are going to sit there, oh, well, you guys are – you guys talk about the news and everybody talk about the news and ESPN, blah, 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 all this stuff like that. I get that, right? I can understand that. I'll take that argument, right? I'll, I'll, I'll listen to that argument, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, everybody talks about sports, so you guys are probably going to end up talking about the same things at some point. I'll take that argument. I'll listen to it, right? Yeah. But catchphrases, though? Oh. Like specific shit that we say on our show that y'all have never said at <laughs> any point in time. And I'm an avid watcher of all of these sports programs, so I know that they don't say the shit that that we that normally be that we be saying. And what did that? What did you notice on the big head media repeat that Ooh. we do here on Inside the Huddle? I heard somebody called Joy Taylor SpongeBob with titties, right? Mm-hmm. What's the other I one? What's the main heard, one though? What's the main one? I didn't heard. I didn't heard Uncle Shay take my line. Okay, let's get it. If she ain't two ten, I can't get it in. Yo, she got to be oh, two one eighty chandelier. All the shit that I was saying that I've been saying for years, I'm starting to hear a whole bunch of shit. Even, Chargers even gonna, come, come on, man, come on with it, man. I Chargers going to charge her? Like, that come one on, was man. obvious. That one was obvious, dog. Nobody, nobody had been saying that. I promise you, nobody had been saying that at all. Especially, especially big head media. Nope. And they really put that up on a goddamn display during the during the game. I said, "Wow!" So y'all really watching us, bro? Y'all really watching? Which is us. cool. And I just like look. Just I appreciate it. that. Just lets us know we're in the right. We're on the right path. That's all. We're on the right path. Speaking of, I want my credit for right Chargers going to charge you. Okay. Yeah. Give <laughs> my man his chicken, man. Give give my man his chicken. Deserve that. Um, so let's 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 keep it on RG three, and um, because this one is going to be very personal because I witnessed this whole thing. Jay Gruden sent out a tweet and said, um, "Hold on, let me get the let me get the tweet because I know I put it in the chat. Let me." Here we go. Jay Gruden said this. If I ever put a quarterback through what Philly is putting Jalen Hurts through, I apologize. Pick up the blitz. And RG3 tweeted, say what? Now, I am the resident Washington fan here. So I was watching all the games and I lived in Maryland at the time. So I got all the games. Watched. The reason why RG3 is doing color commentary and working for ESPN now is because Jay Gruden cut his career super duper short. Super duper short. And the amount of hits that RG, like, put it like this. Michael Vick, well, we'll say Randall Cunningham walked so Michael Vick could run so RG3 could sprint so that Lamar Jackson can do whatever the fuck Lamar Jackson did. Yep, basically. That, that, that's where I was going with that, too. 
Um, but yeah, RG3 was getting his ass blasted on, and most some of it was his fault. He did did not know how to slide. I don't understand um, why it was so hard for him to get on the ground. They had to bring in a baseball expert to teach him how to slide, and um, yeah, that still didn't work. But um, never had to do it in college. That's why. Right. Because what happens is this is what happens. This goes back to the original situation that we were talking about. When a quarterback leaves the pocket, he becomes a football player. When you take the mentality of a football player out of a football player, you get injuries. Mm-hmm. If RG3 never has to worry about sliding and getting hit and just does what RG3 does, he doesn't get hurt. Michael Vick didn't get hurt running the ball. Randall Cunningham didn't get hurt running the ball. What they do? All right, is when you take the football out of a football player is when dudes get their ass hurt. As a receiver, I knew if I was going across the middle and I put my hands up, I was going to get hit. But I was able to brace myself, go up, make the catch, come down, whatever it may be. But when you're telling wide receivers, oh, well, you don't have to worry about that no more, but then they go up for it and a DB light their ass up, guess who gets hurt? A DB like me, because I'm, I'm the type of person who don't care about penalties. Okay, yeah. I'm going to hit you. Like football is a violent sport. But I'm going off on a tangent. That's my fault. Mulich attacked this RG3 shit. All right. So, look, check this out. First of all, <clears throat> Jay Gruden, you are a coward. Okay. And I only, I'm only saying this and directing you, and directing you directly, personally, because I know you'll be on social media. And this clip will be posted on Twitter. So, you can go ahead and use your Twitter fingers to respond to this. But you are a coward, bro. You are a fucking coward. Because you literally said out your goddamn, like, you literally tweeted that. You took the time to not only type all them goddamn buttons on your motherfucking touchscreen phone, but hit send. The hit send part is crazy. The hit send part is wild, bro. That's the cold part about, like, you hit send, my nigga. Like, you, I know you reread it. And you hit send to send that motherfucker into the world as if you really thought that you put RG3 in the best position to win every single goddamn week. Bro, it is no secret that you are one of the worst fucking coaches to touch a goddamn football field. Like, literally. And it's called, the cool part about it is this, this is the kicker, right? Because a lot of people don't fucking remember this shit. It's the goddamn kicker. How many of the most prominent offensive minds did he have on that staff? Pretty, for people who don't know, I will let you know. Um, Sean McVay. Sean McVay was my when they was gonna fire Jay Gruden. I wanted Sean McVay to be the coach of Washington. They didn't want to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Lafleur. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. Yep. There we go. Mm-hmm. There was two defensive yeah. guys. I can't remember who the yep. defensive coaches were. There were two defensive guys too, right? And um, I think one was. Um, Hold on. Uh, I think gonna, one was I think one was London Fletcher, right? I, I'm gonna get it. No, Everybody was talking about him a lot, but it's crazy, bro, because you had literally three, because all three of those guys that he, that he just named are at the top of their game as far as offensive play calling, right? Matt Lafleur, Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, right? Matt Lafleur, he's been to the Super or been he's been to the NFC Championship. Then to the playoffs, he just fucking upset the the Dallas Cowboys with the youngest team in the league, right? Sean McVay, Super Bowl fucking champion, 
right? Been to the Super Bowl multiple times. Kyle Shanahan, been to the Super Bowl multiple times, right? So Jay Gruden had all of these play had all of these prominent play callers with RG three, with Santana Mont, with a a, 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 a a pretty solid O line, yeah, right? With uh, Alfred Morris, right? Like that, pretty fucking underratedly stacked, and. With the young RG3, and y'all couldn't do – you you couldn't get over a 500, 500 head coaching record? That's that's wild, right? And you're going to, the to like, literally oh. to the lengths. As if sure. RG – It was Jim Haslett. Jim Haslett was the defensive coordinator. Thank you. Thank you. But – and it's like you're going to – you're going to the lengths to say – or to try to make it seem like RG is saying something wrong or he's lying about something, right? But – Aren't you the same person that told him to essentially go throw his teammates under the bus in order to light a fire under them? Yep. And when he did that, you then threw him under the bus along with the teammates that you made him throw the, uh, everybody or throw under the bus and essentially didn't back him, went out to the media and destroyed him for doing so, didn't tell them that that was your idea, but then went in front of the team, made him apologize in front of the team, for doing so, even though it was you who made him do so, and you didn't say anything about it. Nope, not a that's chance. a young. That's a young quarterback as well, right? Like your young quarterback, who you're supposed to be backing and rallying behind, and letting him know that you got his back and helping him put and helping him helping and helping put him in places to succeed. Hmm. But you so loud on fucking Twitter when you don't even got a goddamn head coaching job right now. That's how bad you did, bro. That's how bad you were. Horrible. You don't have a head coaching job. I don't even think you have a fucking coaching job right now, dog. But you don't have a head coaching job. Robert Griffin III gets paid to talk about football, and you are sitting on your motherfucking couch wishing you were just halfway like your goddamn brother, bro. Because even though he was damn near exiled from the fucking league, they want him back. They want him back. I would, t- I would take him back. want to hire him again? But you did so bad, bro. You had no scandals, dog. Nothing. Your name was virtually scot-free. You just sucked so fucking bad, bro. Nobody yeah. wants to touch you. RG3 got another job before you got a job, bro. So I don't want to hear shit about you being on Twitter talking about, oh, RG, do you really want to play this game? Yes, Jay Gruden, let's play this game. Let's, let's play please it. play this game. Please, please let's play this goddamn game. You don't want it. You don't want that smoke. You're going to lose that. Talking about. Talking about go race a pigeon. Like, first of all, he raced a goddamn hawk. So learn your animals, you dumbass. That's probably why you ain't got no. That's right. See, that right there is why you're not a head coach. Like, come on, bro. Like, I, I really need people to stand, don't begin online pump faking like you just was all of that. Like, the only reason why everybody knows the Gruden name is because of your brother. If your brother never existed, I promise you, nobody would know you, Jay Gruden. So please don't do this. And Sit you, your ass on the couch the and Bengals, watch football. When the Bengals like was football. getting their ass whooped and you was the offensive coordinator. Oh, we're gonna forget about that. No. Mm. no oh, okay. Oh, okay. We're not gonna forget about that. Oh, um, okay. What about when he was supposed to be at the most uh, one another one of those innovative innovative play calls and his offense was ended up being one of the worst in the league? You weren't the best mm. play caller on Washington, and you were the head coach. You had Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay. Mm, that's crazy. And Matt LaFleur. Before you, that's wild, right? And they all, and they all reached a Super Bowl or an NFC Championship game or a championship game before you got another fucking job. Make that exactly. make sense. So, 
moving on. Because I could go on Jay Gruden goofy ass for the next five hours. Yeah, hey, I, I can roast him for years, but I um, like like we got better things to, to, to address. We got better things to do. Let's get to last weekend and two stars were born. I wish I could play the Jay Z song, but then we'll get copywritten and take it down. Can't do. But yeah, let's start yeah, with we'll CJ Stroud. Let's start with CJ Stroud. CJ um, Stroudinson, because, like I said, he continues to impress me. Um, I did not expect this from an Ohio State quarterback. I will continue to say it, and I will continue to give him his praise because I was shitting on Ohio State quarterbacks very loudly and continuously. So I, mean, right I so, though. so I feel, you know, if your, you know, displeasure is loud, the praise must be louder. And this is what I'm going to do. So I'm going to keep giving it to him as much as I possibly can. Um, not to mention, um, D'Amico Ryans has that defense playing out of their mind. And I'll get to later on on what I think is going to happen this weekend against the Baltimore Ravens. But C.J. Stroud is a franchise quarterback, and he's proven it early. I know people, oh, well, it's only his first year. Let's see what happens next year. I don't need to wait till next year. The things that he has shown, the poise in the pocket, the ability to break down defenses, um, the mobility, the accuracy, the leadership, all of the things that you want out of a franchise quarterback, that kid possesses it. And the Texans, they hit it. They hit it on the head. Honestly, yeah. I mean, bro, yes. like. Michigan men hate all, everything Ohio State, 100%. But honestly, I, I give respect to respect. His, but it's only right that he's throwing to a Michigan wide receiver in Nico Collins. I'm just saying. I was going to say, there's that. Like, he is throwing to a Michigan Maybe guy, he's so. only good because he's throwing to a Michigan wide receiver. Who knows? Not going to sit up here and, you know, speculate anything. But, you know. But I think the biggest thing about CJ is the fact that everybody was 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 knocking him based off a, like, pre, like a pre-draft test or whatever the fucking the cognitive test, right? And oh, everybody wanted to write him off. Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's wanted to write him off, and everybody wanted to say he was this and that, and even even prior to that, right? Everybody's saying that Bryce Young was going to be this and Bryce Young was going to be that. I'm not knocking Bryce Young's ability. I'm not saying Bryce Young is not going to be good in this league, but everybody was saying that the better of the two, right? Even though they're best friends, so comparing them was kind of weird. But the better of the two was Bryce Young because he's not he's not scared to. Yeah, true. Uh, but he, he Bryce Young's not scared to use his legs, and he's a more of an improviser and. All of those other extra stuff, right? CJ Shaw literally showed you that all season. Minus the games he was hurt, of course, but he literally but showed he, you all everything that everybody had a knock against him coming into the draft. He literally showed he you said, that about the Wonderland. Like, he said, "I don't care about." He said, "I'm not a test taker. I'm a football player." I'm not a test taker. I'm a football player. Like, he I'm sorry. Like, I'm not a test taker. I don't fucking play. I don't take tests, but I play football. The test on look. I get it that. Um, it does provide some aptitude on what to expect, but it shouldn't be a gauge on how you judge this football player because there's a lot of football players that scored high and couldn't play on and couldn't play on Sunday. Um, can play a league. Bryce Young was a victim 
Someone say Bryce Young. Well, he this is the problem, and I think we, we talked about this before, and I guess we're gonna probably have to talk about it again at some point. About my, I think my proposal to the NFL that the worst teams in the NFL should not get high drafted. I think the teams that yeah. just missed the playoffs should be the ones picking at the top of the draft because those are the teams that are one uh, player away. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine if the Vikings had a chance to move on from Kirk Cousins and draft Bryce Young with, you know, Jettas and the guys that they have in that locker room. That would that would fit a young quarterback a little bit better. Imagine if the Steelers had Bryce Young instead of Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got you know. Imagine like it just it just there are just things that would make the NFL all the way around feel better. And the growth of the league will go faster, in my opinion, if we just gave those teams who are one player away a chance to get that one player. Yeah, and we do understand that there are anomalies, right? Like the C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryan situation, right? Like it's 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 different that a, a first-year head coach and a rookie quarterback can take a team that did that bad the year prior to a playoff first. Right. So – like we understand it can happen, but the odds of it happening, especially with a team like Carolina, is is very it's slim to none. Like I don't know what D'Amico did, but hey, and I don't think everybody got that recipe. So nope, because he's just a good coach. Literally, you know, it's not. It's and really I think, not. That, I think Bryce just went to a bad situation. It is, no, it's a bad situation from the beginning. Like yeah, yeah, like. And, it just wasn't a good spot for him to be. Right. Um, just it was just it's just bad. Um, let's get to a guy who we on this show we support him. We've supported him since the beginning. If you watch the TikTok videos, we got the songs for it. Yes, sir. Um, hold on, my brother's name. Uh. No, it's not. See, bad teams would use free agency, not the draft. I don't think bad teams. Oh no! See, not see. This is my brother. See, I'm gonna get. See, this is what. Don't we I gonna get to my man Shaker Mayfield, man? We're we gonna get the shake and bake in a minute. We gonna get the shake and bake in a minute. Um, no, I think um, bad teams should utilize free agency. The guys that teams want to move on from that, that they don't want to pay big contracts to, that's where those guys can go, in my and, opinion. And also, like, utilize the draft, but smartly. But don't yeah, just they go and use, take. They don't have to like, put don't the just, money into. Yeah, like, into don't big, just go into, and take a fucking quarterback because you feel like you need a goddamn quarterback. Like, right. get an O line first, get running backs first, get weapons first, get a defense exactly. first. Like, Help him succeed before he even fucking gets there. Right. So, Jordan Love is who we're talking about. Jordan Love got to sit behind Aaron Rodgers for three years. Um, everybody counted him out, said that, you know, they should move on from Jordan Love. He's not the future. Without him even playing a game. I didn't play the snap. Everybody said, oh, well, you know, he, he doesn't look good. He didn't, he didn't look like an NFL quarterback. I was like, well... You can't judge anybody after three or four games. Like it doesn't – he has to play the game to catch up to everyone else because he hasn't been playing. 
Jordan Love played like a top ten quarterback this year because he's a top ten quarterback. Mm, ain't that the truth? We said this last week that with the exact same team from last year, Aaron Rodgers could not get this team into the playoffs. Mm. But Jordan Love could. Aaron Rodgers didn't have nothing to do with this team, if I remember. Nothing to do with it. And and I say it's the same team, but it wasn't the same team because Jordan Love had to deal with a lot of injuries to those wide receivers. A lot of injuries to that defense. Like, Jahir didn't play a lot this year. I don't think people, because, you know, I know, you know, a lot of y'all don't watch football. Y'all just, you know, look at box scores. So you don't know mm-hmm. who's playing and who's not playing. But Jair didn't play a lot this year. Sure didn't. And I think he's, mm-hmm. I think he's hurt again. Lot. I think he's hurt again now. Mm-hmm. And he re-rolled his ankle the, the day before the goddamn playoff game against the Cowboys and still went out there and strapped up C.D. Lamb. Yeah. So to, you know, to see Green Bay move on from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers to now Jordan Love, is a, that's a testament to what we, you know, at least what I always say is don't thrust young quarterbacks into situations if you don't have to allow them to grow and mature into the position because what it looks like now Jordan Love is going to be the Packers quarterback for the next 12 years mm-hmm. he's the future and you that know, team is the youngest team the, in the league the team is young it's young and the thing and the best thing about all of this is that you know because he did sit for his first 3 years when his contract comes up you don't have to pay him all crazy amount of money. You can be like, look, we'll negotiate the contract. We can play you, pay you decent money so that we can retain the Christian Watsons, the young kid um, Reed, number 11. Yep. Um, the, um, Dontavious Wicks and all of these. These are, those are, that receiving core is very, very talented. It's very it's good. very scary. And they're all and, young. And I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to, you know, my 49er pick when we get there because this is, this is not going to be what people think it is. I've been trying to tell people all week, man. Like, there, there's, there should be a sense of fear that sits in your soul about this game. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I'm not saying a lot. Just, just yeah. enough. You should be very cautious. Yeah, we're not saying it's, 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 you feel me? it's automatic upset. We're just saying, hey, y'all might want to keep your eyes peeled to the TV. The right. whole game, like. I don't think you, because, you, you y'all gonna want to miss even a minute of this game. Because if you watch, he's on crack. You crazy? You got um, you got look the deep like Dallas defense was sending blitz. Jordan Love was he was look Jordan Love was reading their mail. <laughs> he knew what was coming before it got there. And when a quarterback is doing that, hmm. That's it. He on a different level right now. So we're gonna see. It's not gonna be easy. We wanna know what's funny about this whole thing, right? And I had to break this down for the homie because he was a Cowboys fan, but he was confused about what was going on. I had to break it down for him. I said, "Bro, y'all gotta understand something, okay? First of all, first of all, Mike McCarthy can't coach against anybody who's offensive minded, like true offensive minded. He can't coach against somebody like that, right?" And here's another thing, right? Here's the kicker, because neither, neither can Dan Quinn. Everybody expects Dan Quinn to, to get another job, and he probably will, right? But time and time again, we've seen him crumble coaching against offensive powerhouse or offensive mind. 
It's just what it is. Yeah. Dan Campbell can't. He, 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 he or Dan Quinn. He, he literally, literally panics. Like I don't know what it is. Butthole gets tight. Whatever the case may be. Right. Look, but Greenlaw got to catch one of the first. Here's the thing about the Packers and the Cowboys. Right. About that game specifically. Right. The Cowboys and Dan Quinn thought that they were just going to be able to line up in a basic ass cover two and send blitzes. Right. Send Michael Parsons. Send um uh Demarcus Lawrence. Send all these no guys. Show. Right. And they, they thought that they were just going to be able to do that all game. And, oh, we got Stephon Diggs. We got Duran Bland. We, we got, oh, we got, uh, we, we, we got, uh, we got, uh, uh, Gilly. You know what I'm saying? Like, Gilly. we got all of these guys. You feel me? So we can just sit back and cover two, blitz him because he's a young quarterback. Hold on. We, let's freeze it. We, we, we have, we have incoming. Uh-oh. Surprise! There he is! <laughs> Michael but, B is in the building. What's like, up? They think, how you doing, man? You know, I'm out here, out here. I had two two specials by myself this week, so I know a little something about football. I'm just trying to follow y'all lead on the football thing. We here, we here. We can, we, we can always add your your two cents. We we, we appreciate. Always <laughs> right, so We like opinion, look. We are know? like bums on the New York train station. We take your two cents. <laughs> oh Billy. wow! Yes, sir. Wow. Well, yes, sir. So, what y'all talking about? Let me know. We just recapping. Um, well, we're not recapping. We're just going. Well, Mullah was just going over. Um, we were just saying that two stars were born in Jordan Love and C.J. Stroud in these playoffs, and um, Mullah was going in on what happened with the Cowboys and against Jordan Love. Oh man, see, look. <laughs> Moolish, keep on going, cause you know I had a I had a whole thirty minutes to to dissect that damn loss. But move, move on. But oh, there you go. No, I'm right here. But to basically finish it up, right? It's it's it was it was Dan Quinn and everybody else that well, they they took it easy. They were like, okay, we're just gonna line up in this basic cover two, right? And we're gonna send these few blitzes, and we're gonna get out of here with a win. No, you're not. Because Matt LaFleur, he literally practiced all you know, Purdy is in that, Purdy is in that group, too. Yes, he is. But true. Also true. We talking about, yet. We talk about C.J. Stroud and Jordan Love right now. Yep. And Matt LaFleur literally outcoached. Like, if y'all want to see a definition of somebody being outcoached, huh? he outcoached two coaches in a, at the same damn time. <laughs> two of them at the same fucking time. Because he literally said, this is what they're going to do. And when they do it, we're gonna do, we're gonna be ready for it, and there's nothing that they can do to stop us. I promise you that. <laughs> and it worked to a T every because, single goddamn time. Because but people remember we we talked about good coaching and bad coaching, right, Mullins? Yep. And this is when I tell this is why what happened. Now this is gonna be my tangent, so just hold on to it. When they said how Jim Harbaugh was stealing signs, remember we said if you're a coach. You don't use the same signs or the same plays the next week because you assume that people are watching what you do. I was you there for that, it. You know what beat the Cowboys? Watching tape and thinking that what they saw was going to happen. Gilly was undercutting routes that weren't there. Or trying to, at least. He was literally trying, trying to. to undercut routes because he thought, hey, they're going to stay short. They're going to – no. <laughs> Y'all don't understand how innovative a play caller Matt LaFleur is. See the thing of see the, the what people have to understand play calling when you when you're a defensive when you're a defense player or you're an offensive player, 
you don't really care about formations too much. At least you shouldn't care about the formation. You should care what happens body language wise and understand route concepts. If there are alignment and side, assignment, if there are three receivers to your side, you always have to assume whoever's in the middle is the lead guy. So all of those routes are based off of him. Somebody's going in, somebody's going out, somebody's going deep. Like, Literally, that's so, how it happens all the time. Right. And when you're when you're a defensive back, you're looking at receivers' body language, their footwork. You look at the person. I don't care about what formation they're in because the formation is there to fool you. Because I could run the same formation and run a thousand things out of it. Yep. That's what it's called. That's why it's called a formation. <laughs> like, I don't care about the formation. You got to read the person. He's spitting and the, and the Cowboys got too caught up in formation. Oh, well, last week when they ran this formation, they did this. And the fucking Packers did something totally different. I'll always bring up this story because it always matters, bro. We always see it every single fucking year. You can literally sit up there and do and run a whole bunch of extra stuff out of this formation one week. But then completely change the fucking game plan the next week and have every single fucking body confused and wonder what the hell is going on. ARC, CSM, circa 2015. Okay. I was saying everything a goddamn time. CSM, they came out there. They thought it was sweet because they banged them boys out 79 to 8. The next fucking year, they beat them boy ass. Okay. It's Look, not sweet. Peyton was yelling Omaha just at some, at some point. He was just yelling Omaha just to yell it. Just to yell it. Just because everybody got used to it being an audible. So he was like, all right, well, fuck it. That's what y'all want to do. Omaha. Mm-hmm. We, we run the exact, we ain't changed nothing. It's just, y'all think we did. So here we go. Yeah, ain't shit changed. It's just, y'all think that the players changed, right? Yeah. It's just, it's literally just like going on two or going on three or like when somebody gives us, uh, gives the defense a hard count. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Exact same thing. I mean, I already went on this whole spiel about about Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers had a bad relationship or whatever, and Aaron Rodgers basically didn't want to play for him and things of that nature. And I was like, so in this situation, I felt like the Super Bowl the first time, I felt like Aaron Rodgers won in spite of Matt, uh, Mike McCarthy. And this time around, Matt Mafloor didn't win in spite of Aaron Rodgers, and now Aaron Rodgers is gone, and Jordan Love is taking over. Jordan Love is actually listening to coaching. They did the same thing over and over and over and over again. Send one receiver streaking, let the DB commit, commit over the top, and send the tight end on a slant up the middle. Every single plan, you don't change, and then when you do change, you put a nickel in there, and Aaron Jones is running over you. Oh, running over your nickel safety. Like, this is ridiculous. Look, what 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 exactly did y'all think was going to happen? What happened exactly what what happened exactly what I thought was gonna happen for the rest of the game when I seen it the first I said, Oh, they're gonna keep they're gonna keep doing that over and over again. Like I keep trying, like I tell people like, as much as I, we gotta get Wayne back on the goddamn show. Because Wayne hate running backs, and I'm, this is why I keep trying to explain to people. The reason why Jordan Love was able to control that game and control that daggone defense for the Cowboys. Aaron Jones had 100 yards rushing. I don't know if everybody understand knows that when it happened. He had mm-hmm. over 100 yards rushing. And three touchdowns. So when you can play fake, 
and shift the entire defense and go back the other way. Like when the tight end was it um who the hell was it? Um was it your boy? Uh what's the name? The tight end that you like. Uh, uh, um uh Musgrave. I was no, say no, Musgrave. Not the other one. Uh, oh uh God dog. Oh wait, 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 wait. Oh god damn it. I can't think of his name. Oh, Kraft. oh my god. Thank you. Kraft. That's it. Tucker yeah. Kraft. Tucker Kraft. That is my boy. <laughs> like when he he's wide open. Like there's nobody, there's nobody within 30 yards of him. But that's the power of the run game. That's the power of it. That's why you need it. It, it, it what 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 threw me for a loop is it's not that the Packers didn't dunk their way to a victory. Oh no, they threw way. the ball. <laughs> They yeah, challenged no, those all pro. Put like this. I think they said something like the Packers didn't have no all pros on their team. And the Dallas defense had seven. Mm, and he cooked true. that entire defense. Hey, they cooked had the uh, NFL leading NFL leading uh, interception or the NFL reception or interception leader on the, on that defense. And a mm. former defensive player of the year at corner. And yeah. Somebody named Romeo Dobbs, who everybody tried to write off without their cooking. Oh, Romeo came up big. So he was cooking. He had Gilly on skates. All day. Gilly was on skates. And it is what it is. Like, you know, it, but this is I knew this was gonna happen because I said it. The cowboy, the second everybody falls in love with the cowboys, <laughs> they go do something goofy. And this is what happens. And and the Cowboys can't beat the Packers in the playoffs. Lil Wayne came on undisputed. I was watching the clip, and Skip said he had he had a confident his confidence level in the Cowboys was like an eight. And Lil Wayne said, "My confidence level in the Packers is going to ten. We're going to win this game. We're going to blow y'all out." And it was literally a That's blowout true. up until up until they put the secondary in. And That's he gave his reasons. Wayne well, I mean, because it because it, it was true. Well, because it was true. It was apparent the whole fucking week, bro. And I literally tried to tell people why it was going to happen. And nobody wanted to believe me, all that stuff like that. The reason why I knew it was just a good day, dog. Like, no, no, they no, 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 he was calling out. No, no, he knew where they were. No, no, no. Let's really talk about it, gang, because when you really go back and watch the film, he was making, he would, Jordan Love was literally out there making Aaron Rodgers like throws. Throws off the back feet, unbalanced, uh, getting mm-hmm. open, open uh, spreading the pocket, like extending the pocket, using great footwork, using great pocket presence, like ab- avoiding sacks. That man did just have a good day. That man was out there dissecting. Specifically, he was out specifically last week. He was out there dissecting. He, he was cooking was playing, last week. He was cooking. Bro, he was playing like he knew everything that was going to happen. And y'all want to know why? Because, because he did. <laughs> on the touchdown to Romeo Dobbs, he literally checked into that. He checked. It was literally, and I'm going to get to Baker because Baker did the exact same thing on the touchdown to Chris Godwin. When your quarterback can read your mail, you are fucked. You're fucked. What are you saying? Look, I'm not saying it's not, but we're going to find out on Sunday. When they play Saturday, we're going to find it. We're going to find it. We're going to find it. We're going to find out. It's gonna. It's not going to be easy, man. It's not going to be easy. Absolutely not. Like, that's what I keep. everybody keeps saying. All oh, the 49ers are going to blow them out. I'm like, it's not going to be like that. 
No. Nah. It's really not. This may come this down is, to who got the ball last. I'm telling you, this the, the Cowboys should consider blowing it up because they have never they haven't had oh, a true rebuild. Hold on. Hold on. That's the next that is look, see you came at the right time. That's the whole that's the <laughs> next topic. That's the next segment that we're gonna get to. Literally, that's the next that's the next topic. I'm waiting for movies to get his ass back in. Matter <laughs> we'll get to it. Um so like I, I was gonna get to it, like what should um Philly and Dallas do next? You're on the same um uh train that I am on. Hold on, Moolish, he must have just got to the house. He's switching over. Yeah. I said there you go. There you go. I say, kind of like what you said, I think Dallas should live. When I say blow it up, I'm saying blow it up. Get as many draft picks as you can for CD Lamb. Get as many draft picks as you can for Michael Parsons. For Trayvon Diggs, everything. Strip it down. Bring a new GM. Bring a new head coach. Let them pick everything. I just think they need a new. I just think they need a new coach. I ain't gonna lie to you. Well, actually, no. Let me let me check that. Let me check that. It's deeper than that. It's deeper than that. I don't think they just need a new coach. I think they all they need a new coach. They need a new a new GM. That's what Mel said. That's what you said. Yeah, because I mean, because it's because it's true, bro. There's y'all. They ain't gonna win. They're not gonna win another championship with Jerry Jones running GM in that team, bro. It's not gonna happen. It's what I said before. Okay, and tell me if I'm wrong, you guys. Tell, tell me if I'm wrong. I said, does you know what the pit, what you know, get up stole from us when I was talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers and teams having a blueprint and not effing up the blueprint. The 49ers are still running the exact same type of offense, just updated West Coast offense that they ran in the 80s that won them all the Super Bowl. It's West just Coast offense. It's quite it's literally just, Bill Walsh's offense. Like I don't, it, I don't even remember. I don't Mike Shanahan learned. It's Bill Walsh's offense. It's the same shit. He le- I was just saying because Mike learned under Bill and Kyle learned under Mike, bro. So right. like it's so, Bill Walsh's offense, dog. And the Cowboys should have the same game plan because they have the same pieces. Troy Aikman. What did I say last year? That Troy Aikman was not an elite quarterback. I don't. Boy, I, I speak I need- it. I need people to understand he's he was never an elite quarterback. He was a good quarterback with elite talent around him. That's why that team was able to win. Same thing. Now, see, when I say that, when I say that, why everybody be getting at me like I just said something crazy? I, but when I say that Troy was carried by a by, by a good old line and a bruh, I'm not even a good old line, great old line and a and a, a legendary running back. Everybody want to sit up here and look like a legendary player. receiver. I I st- I I'd be arguing people down in these Facebook groups. They were like, Troy Aikman is a top ten quarterback of all time. Like, no, he's not. You can stop he's the cap. Accomplishment. If we're gonna talk, if we're gonna talk accomplishment wise, of course, three Super Bowls is three Super Bowls. You can't take mm-hmm. that away from him. But the team was built on a running game with Emmitt Smith, with the fullback, with that offensive line. What was that? That was Zeke with that offensive line. They had Michael Irvin. You got Ceedee Lamb, Des Bryant. You had the other guys to the other side, the Alvin Harper, you know, Brandon Cooks, um, Gallup. You had Jay Novacek. You got Dalton Schultz. Now Ferguson. The team is built. You ain't got Schultz no more. With the defense. I'm just saying. That's a good breakdown. I'm just calling the name. No, I mean, he's right, though. He's absolutely right, though. He's absolutely right. That's that's on point. And the problem is, they, the Cowboys never told Troy Aikman, 
go win us the game. No, they said the offensive line and the running game is going to lead us. And when we when need when we need you to make a throw to Michael Irvin or to Alvin Harper or to Jay Novacek, can you do it? Yes, he can. The problem the with the Cowboys Bradshaw, these guys. days, the same thing with Terry Bradshaw. The problem with the Cowboys these days is they're telling Dak Prescott to throw the ball sixty times. Like when I've Dak been Prescott, saying for years, yeah. I've literally been saying this for years. I, I, I've been saying it for years. It's the proof is literally in the guy. I know we've been using this all day, but the proof is in the fucking pudding, bro. The Cowboys win literally when they run more than they throw 90% of their games when I they run the ball more than they pass. That was supposed to be heard. a Kellen Moore fucking a Kellen Moore problem. You got rid of Kellen Moore. So what to do the same thing. what do you do? You run the fucking ball. You yeah. don't give away Zeke to the goddamn Patriots, who actually mm. had a pretty solid season this year, it's right? It's crazy that you say that because the same people that were saying get rid of Zeke were the same people that said, well, if Bill Belichick comes to the Cowboys, they could bring Zeke back and get the running game going. Or bring Ramondre like, Stevenson because he's a running back. So how about the point of the matter is... never got rid of Zeke in the first place? To have a bigger running back, to grind out those tough yards so Tony Pollard doesn't have to do it because you guys are scared he's going to get hurt because he's because not a quote-unquote big enough back, back to take those hits every single down. It's crazy because I've literally been saying that for a year. I'm not trying to sit up here and take no. anything away from Tony Pollard's ability. He but had this conversation on the pod where I, I keep trying – The proof like, is oh, in the pudding. Every, everybody going to this two-back system. There's always been a two-back system, dummies. Always. I don't understand. Always. I don't know – the Giants back in the day when they had Otis Anderson and Rodney Hampton, then when Get Otis him. Anderson left, he had Rodney Hampton and Dave Meggett. When you had mm -hmm. Buffalo Bills, you had Thurman Thomas and um, Davis. I can't remember his first name. I can't remember his name. Even with the Cowboys, you had Emmett Smith and um. Uh, I should have didn't see. My brain is working now. So I'm just, every team. How about some How about some smash and dash from Tennessee in the early 2000s with Lindell White and CJ2K? It's the same thing. When you had Kansas City, when you had Chris Nicoy, you had Barry Word, you had Harvey Williams. With the daggone um, with the 49ers, you had Roger Craig. You had, mm -hmm. um, you know, Ricky Waters for a little bit. Like, say, yeah, Ricky Waters. Uh, you had, so you had OJ Simpson for a little bit. System. There was mm -hmm. always a two-back system. Always, always, always. It's never... Even when they tried to call it thunder and lightning, when you had Brandon Jacobs and Tiki Barber. Oh mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that change of pace back. You know, like the two back system with the change of pace. It's supposed yeah. to, because when you it's have a big back that's bruising and beating on you, like then you bring in the little guy. He seems faster because he he when the Steelers won their Super Bowl, Jerome Bettis would wear you out, and they bring in Willie Parker, and this Willie Parker. Looked, he looked like he was faster than lightning. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's this is not nothing new. We're not reinventing the wheel here with this two back system. Yeah, two back system just, in high school. It's just how you use the two back system. Oh boy, Ezekiel Elliott was only averaging four yards a carry. That's all I need him to get. Like I don't need him because if he runs the ball three times, do I not get a first down? I want to. I want to address this I mean, comment because. There is enough carries to go around, right? You can literally have Zeke grind out all the short yardage, all the red zone yardage, and use Tony Potter, Tony Pollard for spacing, for passing, for even even short down situations where you want to spread the field and have him pass out. Like there's enough even, touches. 
for both even of these guys Detroit. to go for to go around. From like, yeah, even Sanders. in Detroit, you got uh, Derek Sanders. Yeah, like, and even now you got Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. Like, a two back mm-hmm. system has always been a thing, but always. it's how you use that two back system. And yep. Dallas, they yep. used it great for a while, and then they go away from it like it was inconsistent. Yeah. And that's the reason why Zeke Keller wasn't Moore happy ultimately Zeke had to leave. Get- because Zeke was because when you have a two back system, somebody has to there has to be a lead dog. Yep. They yep. tried to make Tony Pollard the lead dog, and he's not the lead dog. And he's not the lead dog. And on top of that, the reason why Zeke ultimately wasn't happy is because he understands, just like a lot of players understand, right? That he wasn't the same kind of player. So he understood that I have I'm gonna have to unfortunately forfeit some fucking no. carries to this to this new kid. No, no, no. Right? It wasn't but, it wasn't that but, and at least in my opinion, at least in my opinion, I think this is what people have to I think the NFL has gotten so oh he has to make a big play. Ezekiel Elliott and if you ever especially when he first came into the league, Ezekiel Elliott didn't break long runs into the third and fourth quarter. Facts he, he had to he grind the same thing in the Ohio State Alabama game. Right. He had to grind you out like those three and four yard carries in the first and second quarter turn to 12, 10 and 12 yard carries, 20 yard carries. Then he breaks the long one because he wears you out. That's what that type of running back does. A guy like Tony well, Pollard doesn't wear a defense out. That's the type of that's just the type of offense that, you know, a lot of that's just that's just the type of offense. A lot of football coaches go with. Right. We're going to run the ball. We're going to run the ball. We're going to run the ball. And when you're fucking dog ass tired, you can't wear until <clears throat> until people oh, well, yeah, realize, that's true. no, but until they realize, because what's the first thing that they tell you when they get to the playoffs? Oh, you gotta be able to run the ball in the playoffs. So clearly, yep. the running game is important. Yep. Like, come like, on, you got it, and it, and it's always been important. That's the reason why me and Mel are always so vocal about running backs no, and how to use because it's always it did, been important. It does work for Tennessee. I watched Tennessee erase a twenty-eight point deficit running the ball with Derrick Henry. The with problem Henry, was. Yep. They just didn't have the defense and the receivers to match it. That was their problem. Like, like, that's not the Dallas Cowboys' problem. The Dallas Cowboys have the wide receivers on the outside. They have the defense to go with that. They just choose not to run the ball. It's literally football trying, one-on-one. Everybody's done they're it. They're trying to justify paying that Prescott $40 million. And you justify, you justify a quarterback's salary by winning Super Bowls, not by mm-hmm. stats. Like Tom Brady is justified because he won. Peyton Man is justified because justified he won. Because he won. Tom Brady never led the league in passing. He was never I think, that guy. I think, only, he, I think only one year he's he did that. Literally one year. Is that the is that the 17 and 0 season? No, no, and actually I think he, not, no, and I think he only led the team, he only led the league in touchdown passes that year. Oh, okay. Yeah, he Nine only led yards. the league in touchdown passes that year. He led the league in passing. I think two years after that. But like Tom Brady was never statistically a top five quarterback, top 10 quarterback statistically because he understood if I got to turn around and hand this fucking ball off, same thing with Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, if you put, if you put nine people in the box, he's going to throw the ball. But if he, if he noticed that you dropping out, he would turn around, look at Edron James or Marshall Falk, whoever it was, or take, take off, man. Shout out to Marshall. Because Kurt Warner did the same so thing. That's what made him so. That's what made him so crazy on Greatest Show on Surface that they had Marshall Falk back there running the ball. That was the difference. Yeah, like you got Like you justify your quarterback salary by winning 
Super Bowls. That's it. Not stats. Stats, to, I don't care about your stats. But everybody wants to, oh, he threw for 5,000 yards. How many games did they win? I mean, they only won nine games, but, you know. Did they go to the Sounds playoffs? a lot, a lot. It sounds a lot James, James Winston-ish. Mm, right. Like, that's very true. Let's, you know, let's justify our team by winning championships. And this notion mm-hmm. that the Cowboys have this tradition of winning championships, can we stop that? Yeah, they haven't won since 95, bro. Everybody got to relax. Like, can, we, can we stop that? There's been two decades of going by. We have not seen a Dallas Cowboy championship. Like let's 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 keep it a bean, bro. The Raiders. Like if you're 20 years old, you've never seen the Cowboys win a championship. Mm-hmm. The Raiders have been to a Super Bowl in my lifetime prior to. I mean, they both been to Super Bowl in my lifetime, but I've actually seen and got to watch the Raiders in the Super Bowl prior to before right. the Cowboys. So, so like everybody should take that into consideration. All right. So let's not. We're I don't think. I don't think people understand the magnitude. Like, if you were born. If you were born after 9-11, you haven't Listen, seen it, bro. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Of, okay. First of all, first of all, you are a 49er fan. Go sit down. Don't, don't, you don't defend the Cowboys. Go sit down. Boo. <laughs> boo. Boo Niners. Boo. And, and you know what I'm saying? Like, come on. We won't talk about how many people, how many hands the 49ers had degrees to get these Super Bowls. No, oh, that's low. I'm just saying. That's even low for you, Mel. <laughs> I know. It's my brother. So he said, I am sitting down. I hate you. <laughs> right. I just want people to know my brother is an EMT, so he is sitting down. And this is why if it takes like eight minutes or too long to get to you because you're sick, because he's on Watch Inside. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> we got it. We, we got him occupied right now. It's okay, guys. But so he'll get there. Don't worry about it. He'll get he there. He'll get there, but I appreciate it. Um, same thing with the Eagles. I think... Um. I think the Eagles are in a place where they're not as bad as the Cowboys in the sense of they need to blow it all the way up. They really need to get a real head coach, number one, and decide what that team is supposed to be. If you're going to be a running team, then build it to be a running team. You you don't want uh, an offensive coordinator to run your team no more? I said a real coach. Uh, I, say, I said a real coach. I don't care if it's. Uh, I think that I'm. I'm just talking about Sirianni. Yeah, I just said a real coach. More. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's, he's I think it has coach. more to do. Well, I think I think it has more to do than that, right? Like, first of all, you lose your offensive coordinator, right? So obviously, your offense is going to look different. And as we've seen from the Colts, their offense looked tremendously better, as we as we all know, right? Then you lose your defensive coordinator, right? Exactly. Boom. Look at that. Right. And then you lose your defensive coordinator. Right. So you lose two of the essentially the top coordinators that helped your team get to the Super Bowl prior year. Right. But the thing with the Eagles is last year. Right. They were winning games handily. Right. This year. Can nobody point to me other than maybe one of a game where they you sat back and watched like, damn, these 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 niggas got it. I can turn this game up. I can walk away. There hasn't been yeah. one game. Jason Kelsey gone. Yeah. So when I see that, right, I'm looking at it like, oh, this team is different, right? Something in that locker room has dramatically changed. I don't know if that's whether to losing the two uh, coordinators, but this team, the way they take the field is different. And I think because that the head coach, Sirianni 
can't wait, look. I'm, I'm getting there. Hold on, look. I'm, I'm getting there. Hold on, look. Oh, I got you. I got, I got you. Oh, I got you. I think he's searing right now. He ain't cooking yet. He's just searing. I think that Sirianni is not the leader of men that a lot of people nope. thought, right? Because he came in exactly. last year, he came in strong, and you know, he was well, he came in really commanding, right? But when you have two guys that are behind you like that, two coordinators of that caliber, it's easy to hide your mistakes as a head coach, right? Yep. But when you don't have those guys, now all the spotlights is on you. Everything's on you, right? So I, I think that with this year, right, with the spotlight being on him, everybody thought that, oh, yeah, well, he should be able to command these troops. He should be able to lead these guys into victories. Yeah, but it's not going to last, <laughs> right? Because as we've seen, he doesn't know how to properly. He's a, he doesn't know the buttons. Like, he doesn't know the buttons. It's, it's, it's not that he doesn't know the buttons. He doesn't know when to push them motherfuckers. You know, I mean. like, you because know, you, he, he like he, he got them right in front of him, but he don't know when and how to orchestrate him and how to push him. He don't know how to space out his team in order to get victories in is, key spots. And I think that's what really hurt the Eagles this year, along with, of course, injuries and stuff like that. But I think that the team said, keep that halfway through and they were just like, I'm I really don't want to play for this dude because he really doesn't know what he's doing. And when he can defer to other coaches. That's when they can look at him like, okay, well, he said that, but this guy, he said it like this, and he broke it down like this, and that makes sense. But I think this year is different because he's going out there just saying shit, and all oh, we did all of this shit last year, and this and this and that, and they're looking at him like, nigga, this ain't last year. So what the fuck are we going to do? What are you going to do to show us that this year is different, but we're still the same team on a competitive on a competitive level? And he's looking around like, damn, I ain't got my coaches behind me. I ain't got my guys behind me. So because I'm I think you, all of that this with the goes coaches. into goes into the changing. And I believe, in my personal opinion, a head coach has to be a combination of these three things. You have to be a CEO, a motivator, or a strategist. You have to come, you have to be able to combine these things. And I'll give you some examples. Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin is a CEO. And a motivator. That's what he does. Because he doesn't really, he doesn't do too much with the defense or the offense, but he galvanizes everybody and he puts the right people in the right spaces. Mm -hmm. Okay. Deion Sanders is a motivator, CEO, and a strategist. That's why he's been successful wherever he has gone. Bill Belichick, motivator, strategist. No, bad. Sorry, CEO strategy. Cause he don't motivate you for shit. That motherfucker's like, you either do it or get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that's that's yeah, a good motivation. That's all the motivation you need. You should need. Right. Do, do your job, or I will cut your ass. You know, hello, do your job, nigga. Okay. That's how Malcolm Butler get on. I still, I don't care. When we when we interview Malcolm Butler, I'm gonna ask him that question. Okay. And Bill Belichick you know, told you, learned, you better not fuck up, or I'm cutting you. What we learned from Antonio Pierce, motivator. Strategies. Mm -hmm. Okay. He was, he was very, he can, he, those guys was going to run through anything for him because you saw the team change the second he took it over. And the problem with Philadelphia is Sirianni is none of those things. We thought he was a strategist, but the offense didn't look anything 
close to what it used to look like. He's clearly not a motivator. And people thought he was a motivator. That was people. Right. That's, that, and, that was the really big thing that people thought he was a motivator and a strategist. But and it turns he, out he can't be a CEO because he took the defensive coordinator off the field, moved him into the booth, and then brought in what's the dude from from the Patriots that can't coach. <laughs> Used to coach you the Lions. Used to coach the Lions. Oh, uh, oh my God. Um, you talking about fucking what the I fuck? I can't think his name. Well, I can't think his name. I can, yeah, I can see this dude. He's been fooling look like he Paul Bunyan. He's been fooling everybody for years. Um. God, what uh, is his name? Hold on. Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia. Matt there it is. Something. Yeah, yeah. It that's Matt, it. Matt Patricia. Mad freaking Patricia. <laughs> like he said, can't coach for nothing. Dog. He, he been he been fooling people for years. You know how that's because he walk around with a pencil in his ear. Went on a dry erase pad, which makes no sense. Do you know how I know he's not real? It's because when he went back to the Patriots, they made him run the offense. If you are a defensive guy. You never. You don't even have an offensive playbook. How are you running the offense? It takes years to know how to run an offense and call plays. That was the biggest knock on the uh, on the Patriots that year too. Because to answer your question, uh, I was going to say to answer your question, JC, is because we tied in. It, it, it's it's going to get tied. It's all tied, tied in. in. It's all tied in. It's all tied in. It's all, 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 all going to come back in full circle. All going to come back. Hey, listen. <laughs> I, the, the, the Eagles, it clear as day, the Eagles don't look the same. Because last year, like y'all said, they were blowing out teams. And if you know one thing, point differential in, in the NFL especially tells a big story. Uh-huh. That's normally how you see if somebody add pieces, they could turn it around the next season. That's why y'all's got somebody that goes from zero to winning a division or zero to getting in the playoffs, and they won in the playoffs the year before. Point differential is a big thing. And before y'all, I know we finished talking about the Cowboys. Let me explain something to y'all about the Cowboys real quick. Just off the fact that when they play teams that are over 500 under Mike McCarthy and Dak, they're 13 and 15. Just that alone says you're below average. You're below average as a playoff team. Blow it up. And mind but- you, this season alone, They've only beat two teams with winning records all season long. Philly, Philly, and uh, who was the other one? That's a great question. No, one team. I forgot already. One team. No, they beat they beat Seattle when Seattle was a winning team. That's the other team, Seattle. 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 Yeah. Seattle. But okay, I knew it was two. I just couldn't remember the other one. Yeah, there it is. Okay. They still don't get off the hook now, because they 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 average the most points at home and. Got the ass right. at home. Now, now I'm gonna make my brother mad. Now I'm gonna make my brother mad. Um, I told everybody, look, I will not. If everybody who you watch this show, y'all know, I do not take to Baker Mayfield slander. I don't do it. <laughs> so Shake I just him, like Skip. Baker. I don't do it. Baker's my guy. Baker, oh, he's my. I love Baker Mayfield. I'm not saying Baker Mayfield is the best quarterback. I just personally like. Baker Mayfield. I think you can win a Super Bowl with Baker Mayfield as your quarterback. I think Baker is a above average quarterback if you put him in the right situation. 
But I had to listen to these. I I had to listen to these dummies on speak. You know I hate speak. Except for Emmanuel Acho, that's my guy. I'm sorry. Like Emmanuel. I'm sorry you got to sit at that table with them dummies that over there. But this is what you got to deal with. So Shady McCoy and uh, James Jones. Oh well, Baker. He's he's not a he's not a good quarterback. He's not this. And what has he done? And I wouldn't give him an extension and this, that, and the third. I was like, wait a minute. Baker Mayfield has more playoff wins than Dak Prescott. Oh, that's a tough pill to swallow, dog. <laughs> it sure is. You mean to tell me, like, there's only a short list of quarterbacks to win playoff games in both conferences. Baker is on that list. Now, I'm not saying you got to pay him uber money, but he's earned. Like, to sit there and say, oh, well, he was number one overall pick and he's on his fourth team. I was like, yeah, but the Cleveland Browns were ass when he got there. Everybody can and everybody can come to the to the conclusion and to the you know to the consensus that that was a bad organization. I the reason why they're as good as they are, I can tell you, it's because of Baker. He got them to the playoffs. Yeah, actually, like, it really is. It it, like, it really is. I really don't think people really understand how much they owe. How much Cleveland really owes Baker, bro? Because like, who who specifically? Asked for Kevin Stefanski, like specifically asked for Kevin Stefanski to be hired. Like you don't get Odell Beckham if Baker is not the quarterback. Jarvis Landry does not go there, and I'm not saying they went there because of him. I'm saying the team made those moves because they had a number one overall pick playing quarterback. And I'll say they went there because of him because they had the choice to literally go any fucking where, but they went there. Because of Baker, they were all good friends. This isn't no secret. They hung out off the field. They went places off the field. If Baker's not there, they probably don't go there to link up as friends from college. Like, let's keep it a bean. They both went to I, LSU. They both uh, were, were, were our, our super close best friends, and they both rocked with Baker. So, 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 so heavy to the point where they said, hey, yo, let's link up and try to go win one. I will sit here and be the first person to say, I owe Baker Mayfield an apology. I absolutely owe Baker Mayfield an apology because this year he absolutely balled out. The reason why I owe him an apology is because I was one of the ones saying, hey, without a good run game, because, you know, they had Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt while he was in Cleveland, without a good run game, I don't think he would be successful. Clearly, the system in Cleveland did not allow him to show his arm talent and show he can actually manage a game because they ran the ball over and they, they did more running most of the times than they did throwing. So I was absolutely wrong. And I'm okay with, I'm okay with that. I can admit that. People tell me, I said, look, the last time Odell Beckham had a thousand yard season, who was his quarterback? Eli Baker. No, it was Baker. Oh, okay. oh I Anyone thought you were talking about, no, no, no. I thought you were talking about before Baker. Oh, no, no. Okay, okay. And yeah. it, and it's crazy. Okay. And it's crazy that um it's crazy because a lot of people this is the thing I don't like about the Baker narrative, right? Why do people act like he wasn't hurt in that last year in Cleveland? Or even yeah. the year before that? Like why why are we acting like that wasn't news? Like Look, that wasn't the biggest it. thing every single week. Hasn't he went out there and played every single week. In Cleveland gotten hurt since him? Yep. Yeah, Desha- Deshaun Watson the sideline right now. 
DTR. Hey, you want to know what's funny? DTR. You want you guys want to know what's funny? You guys want to know what's funny about the Deshaun Watson injury? PJ Walker. Oh man, I like DJ. They got the same. They got the same injury. Yeah, the same injury. Deshaun Watson's out for the year. Mm-hmm. Baker played. Like, and this is, and I and I keep trying to, and I, and I want people to understand. Like, you like players for different things. Baker, he never. Baker don't feel like a quarterback. He doesn't carry himself like a quarterback. He's running downfield with the guys. He's high fiving. He's very. I like arrogant football players. I like it. When you're on the field, I want you to be as arrogant as you possibly can. Because for some people, that's just how you, that just makes them play better. When Baker is not playing well is when people tell Baker not to be Baker. Mm-hmm. Him dancing, oh, that's a good point. running up and down the sideline, talking his shit, like, I'm feeling dangerous to like that. That's Baker, right? Like, a lot of people, when, when um, who the fuck? Somebody came out and, oh, no, um, yeah, actually, they're going to see him this weekend. CJ Gardner-Johnson came out and said that they haven't, he hasn't seen him do anything on film and stuff like that, and Baker fires back like, oh, you might, might want to watch the film, big dog. I don't know what the fuck you've been doing. Right. Obviously not playing, but you might want to watch that film, man. You feel me? Because, uh, yeah, we're going to cut you niggas up, too. So don't play with us. <laughs> and it's – I hate when people want a cookie cutter – what a quarterback or what a what a what a player is supposed to be. Oh, because I'm gonna get to Odell too, because he's next on the list. Because people, you know, been on his neck for no reason as well. But oh, I don't like that. You know, he's you know the face of this, and he's dancing in the end zone. Like that's who he is. That's his personality. Because Tom Brady in Tampa was not the same Tom, was same Tom Brady that was in New England. I think we actually got to see the real Tom Brady when he got to Tampa. Like every quarterback is not going to be buttoned up. Brett Favre wasn't buttoned up. He's a country dude. But when people say that about Tom Brady, I'm like, did y'all not watch games? Like, do y'all not watch Patriots games? Because I mean, you can ask GQ, bro. Like Tom Brady, you can literally see him on the fucking sideline. Turned up, competitive, barking, bro. When he comes out of the fucking tunnel, he's literally yelling, bro. His fucking uh, entrance, literally, he runs out, nigga, gives the fucking hard ass piss bump. Let's go! Like, what do we? What? But the what? thing is, see, they didn't want to. See, they didn't want to show you that because they put him in this box. When they went, when he went to Tampa, it turned into, oh well, it's now we got to see what Tom Brady oh. looks like. Rebel Tom, this is the Rebel Tom. He left the Patriots and Bill Belichick. Oh, he's exactly. now he's like no, bro. He's always been. He's always done this. Y'all just don't watch. Y'all just don't watch football. Certain things. The reason why Antonio Pierce works. Shout out to Antonio Pierce. They officially hired him as the um, head coach of the um, Oakland Raiders. Let's go, man. The reason Billy? why he works as the head coach for the for the Las Vegas Raiders because the Raiders have a identity of rebels. And just fu type of dudes. You know who's the fu type of dude? Antonio Pierce. That's what we do. Like certain teams, you got to embody what that culture is. Okay. Like when you get a, the Pittsburgh Steelers, I they have to figure out. And go back to old Pittsburgh football. Run the ball, play defense. That's the reason mm-hmm. why 
the Pittsburgh Steelers can win 11, 10 games a season this year with Mike Tomlin because they're like, look, Najee, can you act like you 225 pounds? I was going to say, can you act like you are, nigga, act like you 225 pounds and got a motherfucking stiff arm like goddamn, bro, what the fuck? You better stop playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we said they are better from top to bottom in Vegas. Yeah, no, this next year. Now? Look, now they are. Now all they got to do is get the quarterback. Yeah, just build on what you got now, which is what they should have been doing years ago. But you but, know, they had some dumbasses at the helm. But, you know, know, so but like I said, but with them. um, you know, like I don't like that. Uh, no, we're not firing the GM. Um, with Baker is, you got to get him get. He's in a place where he can now stabilize himself. We saw how smart he is when he went. To pick up Sean McVay's offense in two days is ridiculous. And beat the Raiders. Very. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, that's a hard thing to do. Game-winning drive in less than 90 seconds, 90 yards. And then to move on to Tampa and pick up everything that he's picked up. And they they tried to sit down and they tried to dumb it down. Like, well, they weren't that good. They only won nine games. But they won their division. Your goal at the beginning of the season is to win your division. And win your division, make the playoffs. And, and he won a playoffs. playoff game. And then, oh, well, the Eagles weren't that good. I don't care. If you showed up on Sunday and I beat you, I don't care if you were good or not. The Eagles were 11-3. and three. I don't want to hear nothing about the Eagles weren't good when last of the Eagles were in the Super Bowl. And they right, basically right. brought back the same team. Like, that's ridiculous. It's it's the, prop, the, the, the thing that they want to do is with certain quarterbacks, they want to diminish Where? The things that they that they that they accomplish because everybody has a feeling of who Baker Mayfield is. They don't want to give him credit for doing anything. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, if 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 I know anything, they're not drafting Penix. Jaden Daniels is going to be the quarterback for the Raiders next year. Yeah, what do you, what do you mean by that? What do you mean what do you mean return of Ken Stabler just because he's a lefty? <laughs> is that what are you talking about? Well, don't do that because the snake well, was different. All right. All right. Uh, no, no, Jaden Daniels is definitely going to be the quarterback for the Raiders next year. If we, if they don't get Justin Fields, um, future Raiders quarterback Justin Fields. I'm going to keep saying it until it happens. And uh, so, it but that's you know, you know, that was it don't got to happen this year. Try and if it happened, it happened. <laughs> on my boy Baker, and I'm not going to have it. Next person, we're not having it with my boy Shaken Baker Mayfield, okay? Because he's been balling. All right, I don't do want to hear no slander about no motherfucking Baker Mayfield no more, bro. Because he's been balling. All right. Yep. Leave my boy Baker alone. Let my boy Baker bake this and then, the fuck up. And bake. then the next person was Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham Baker. was on an inter- was on an interview. Yeah, what, what exactly did Odell say that made everybody so upset? I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna tell you right now. Um, so Odell was ha- he was ha- having an interview, and well, there was two things. One, a, a video surface of him in the locker room when he was talking to the Ravens after they won. Uh, I forgot what game it was. It was like the second to last game or whatever it was. And he was basically saying, look, how he loves these guys. He loves the locker room. And this is the best team he's ever been a part of. And everybody was like, oh, so how are you going to say that when you was on the team that won a Super Bowl? Somebody said, oh, you know, this is the dude that the Rams carried to a Super Bowl. And I was like, you mean the dude that was literally going to be the Super Bowl MVP until he tore his fucking knee up? Mm-hmm. That guy? Mm-hmm. Like, and he's right. 
This team is more talented than any of the giant teams he's been on. Facts. Well, that's, that's a this team is more talented than that Rams team that won the Super Bowl. That's apparent as well, too. Like, it's not a – and you have to understand sometimes – a locker room, how they invite you in and how they make you feel contributes to how you feel about that team. I'm trying to figure out what the problem is with this statement because just looking at the just just looking at the teams, bro. Like, the, what was wrong with the, the, what was wrong? Like, talent wise, they're, it, they're better. So the, there's that, and like environment wise, they're they're probably better for him. So the, mm-hmm. the, there's that. So I don't understand what's wrong. Like. Nigga, what did what did he say wrong? I feel like y'all just don't like Odell at this point. They don't like that's no, that's leave my nigga Odell alone. They just okay. don't like Odell, and it's the same thing with Baker. Like it doesn't matter what they do, somebody's going to find something wrong in it. Because before it was Odell's not a good teammate, so now he bigs up his team. He's a liar. Like I don't I don't get it. Like you just want him to be the opposite of whatever it is he's standing on. And I want Baker, I mean Baker, I want Odell to, I, he, I want his redemption story to culminate with him finishing off what he did in that Super Bowl. In the sense of I want him to get back to another Super Bowl and then pick up right where he left off. I want you, I want him to win a Super Bowl MVP. I want him to quiet the critics the same way I want Baker to quiet the critics. The same way Jordan Love is quieting the critics. People... I, if you know, like I'm a very, I, I for some reason I defend every, the people that everybody hates. Very weird. I got an underdog mentality, I guess. I don't, th- I don't think that's weird at all. It's like I like people going out and proving the masses wrong because they tried to tell everybody that Jordan Love wasn't a good quarterback. They tried to say, oh well, Baker Troy. I keep coming, come back to Troy too. I'm gonna get him because he said Baker was gonna be ass this year, and Mike Evans wasn't gonna get a thousand yards this year. Troy, don't think I forgot. Don't think I forgot. I'm coming for you. I, I think it was more likely for Baker to be ass than for Mike Evans not to catch another thousand yard season, bro. Come on. I'll be right back. Hold on. No, I didn't see it that way. I, I I thought it was more likely for Baker because Mike. I mean, Mike Evans has a thousand yards every year of his career so far. But the point, but the thing, but the point of it of Troy saying it was because Baker is ass that he won't. Mike Evans won't get it. I told Troy he was crazy when I heard that too because I was like, he's gonna get a thousand. That's just what Mike yeah. Evans does. So it's just like, come on, man. But these are the, you know Odell. Like these are the guys that I don't. I like watching them prove people wrong. You know also. Uh, also, I want I want whoever whoever was talking about they they hating on Baker. I mean, I'm Baker on Odell when he said this is the most talented or the best team he's ever played on. People need to realize when that Ram season, Odell missed what was eight, eight games, but like he missed half the season. Pretty he pretty much, I think he only played like the last five games, scored five four, touchdowns, like four, five games, yeah. And then he went into the playoffs and went crazy, especially in the NFC Championship game that people just seem to mm-hmm. forget where he caught over hundred yards. Yeah, he was warming up. Like, I still didn't think that the Rams should have got rid of him, but that was just me. Because if you could imagine mm-hmm. that Rams team with Puka, Cooper, and Odell, stupid. <laughs> stupid. I can tell you what, they would have probably beat the Lions with that lineup. Oh, yeah. No, they would wash the, the Lions out. Baker going mm-hmm. down first if he gets past. All right, look. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. We're gonna matter of fact, we're gonna get to that now. We're gonna There's get a lot this. of remnants. 
There's a lot of remnants from that championship team with Tom Brady on the Buccaneers, too. I am just saying. This, and we're going to get to that as soon as Moody's pop back up on the screen. Um, we're going to get to these picks. Um, Uh-oh. I just want to say Baker's a goat. And no. I'm disrespecting my boy. Don't, don't disrespect. I don't look. I don't disrespect my man, Bake. Shake and Bake. <laughs> Shake right. and Bake. Yeah, man. Let's so, shake and Baker up, man. Okay. Now, so, Baker's man. Nigga, stop playing with him. Saturday. First game. Texans Browns. Y'all want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Y'all should, y'all should already know where I'm going with this, bro. Come on. I, I'm taking Houston. That's my let team. The Let the people know. Let the people know. I'm taking Houston. Not only am I taking Houston, I think Houston is going to win by three points. I think it's going to be a close game. I don't see the rate. I think if – if I think whichever quarterback really gets the ball last is probably going to have the best chance of winning this game. But okay. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going with uh, Houston. That, that's my team, and I believe in them. Let's go, Texans. What you got? First – First of all, I just want to say NFL, fuck you for having everybody sign up for Peacock last week. Um, I was gonna sign up anyway. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know, fuck y'all. But um, even though I like what my boy CJ Stradinson is doing, um, I'm going with my Super Bowl, my MVP pick, man, Lamar Jackson. Well, see, this is where okay. I want to go last because I want to see it. Um I still I, I, I'm on the Lamar train. I want Lamar to to capsulize this entire this game to me decides who goes to the Super Bowl. This game, not next week. This game, whoever wins this game is going to the Super Bowl. That's my pick, straight up. If Houston wins, they're gonna beat the life out of whoever they play, whether it's Chiefs or <laughs> If the if the Ravens win, they're gonna beat the life out of whoever they play Raven out of the Bills or the Chiefs. Don't matter. This is this is technically the AFC championship game for me. Um, I can understand that. I can see that. Um with that being said, they're gonna talk hella shit about Lamar on Monday. <laughs> they're gonna talk hella shit. Because it's going to be a whole nother, oh, well, he can't win in the playoffs. Da, 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 da. I think D'Amico has those guys playing really, really good football. I think C.J. Stroud is playing really, really good football. Really good. And I think they're going to continue it for these next two games. Because everybody's making a big deal about the weather. A lot of those guys came from the Big Ten. Facts. That's a true. lot of those guys played in this type of weather. I don't think it's going to affect them that much. Um, but I still, but like I said, I don't think I'm not taking nothing away from the Ravens. I still think they can win this game. I think it's going to be a very close game. I think it's going to, like, you know, like DJ said, it's going to come down to who has the ball last. Um, but I'm gonna go with Houston. I'm gonna ride this Houston train. I told you, I'm I, I'm drinking the Kool Aid in Houston. I'm I'm drinking it. I'm I'm here. Yeah. So, I'm going to take Houston on that. Um, next game. It's crazy that these two games are being played because I'm going to have my opinions on it. Packers, 49ers. Uh, 
Look, listen, I'm, I, lo- I love the Packers, bro. I love everything they're doing and things like that. But um, I don't know, man. San Francisco, I feel like for the first time, they're healthy in the playoffs. And I, I think they're, they're, they're on a vengeance tour and things of that nature. So they have absolutely no reason why they shouldn't stomp the Packers. Plain and simple. But with all that being said, I'm still going with the Packers, bro. I'm going with Green Bay. I am going with Green Bay. I absolutely am. I'm taking Green Bay in this game. My brother's a 49er fan. That's just why he's saying Mollywood. <laughs> I'm going with Green Bay. I think Green Bay is going to come out gunning, and San Francisco is going to be in shock for, in the first quarter. They, 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 they're going to Jordan Love is going to come out in the first quarter, and the the, the Packers are going to score first. Come, come on, Bay Area. Come on, Bay Area. Let's go. No, he ain't the yes. 49 Yes, I am from the Bay. And <laughs> born and raised, actually. Right in the damn city where the damn stadium is. Okay? I'm talking about I was born right around the corner. All right? Hospital right around the corner. Okay? I used to walk to that motherfucker every day. All right? Go, pack, go. Okay, because it's always you go. Fuck the red and gold. Okay. Yep. Um, always. I'm I'm, I'm switching up right now because I said before the season started, I thought the 49ers and the Ravens were headed for a collision course in the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going. Oh. Um. I like how I just like how Jordan Love is playing. The way I feel about CJ Stroud and the Texans is how I feel about the Packers and Jordan Love. And I think the biggest, you know, middle finger to Aaron Rodgers would be Jordan Love going to the Super Bowl. And need I say winning the Super Bowl. So that being said, I'm going with the Packers and Jordan Love. This week. I just want everybody to know this is what we're playing after the, the game ends. <laughs> green and yellow, green and yellow, green and yellow, green and yellow. So don't get us copyright check. You don't stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, saying, hold on, man. I'm just saying, we we coming with it, dog. We coming with it. No, I'm not, not I'm not having recency bias. Actually, actually, I am a notorious known. 49er hater, okay? My whole family is their Niner fans, okay? I don't want to do at all. Y'all could right? play I slander y'all on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, YouTube. It don't matter, bro. TikTok, it don't matter what app. I'm slandering Niners and I'm slandering Niner fans, okay? I've always been a Niner hater. I do not I care. won't stand by that. He don't <laughs> care that I he do don't not care. care. I'm not recency bias or none of that shit. I there, there's no recency bias. Niners at all. Like I said, no. I grew up born and raised in the Bay Area. Where their stadium is, I used to walk to that motherfucker every day. Okay? Candlestick? Bro, look. Nah. Here's, here, here, no here's the thing. Here. This is pure, unadulterated hate. Okay? I, I just, yeah. I, I, I want to remind people, right? The Packers have not had a healthy roster all season long. They've been battling with injuries all year. This was the first time they had everybody play together. And everything finally looked efficient. 
The offense looked great. Christian Watson started balling showing last year. And Aaron Rodgers just wasn't Christian doing. Christian Watson didn't even play good yesterday. Exactly. Last week. So he, it's gonna just, be just tough. a year. It's Andy gonna be tough. I'm not. Look, I'm not putting. Nick I haven't past. seen the Niners win a Super Bowl in over twenty years. Look, if the 49ers win, they win. I'm not saying that they can't. I'm like just getting there is cool, but yeah, like I said, y'all ain't won in over twenty years, and my whole family's Niners fans. I really the, the, don't these, care about getting there. Like, hey, greatness, y'all can say greatness, sure, but is is you really great if you ain't won shit in over twenty years? Move. It sounded a little cowboyish. It sounded a little cowboyish other than their Super Bowl appearance. I mean, they've been on a they've been on a quest for six for about twenty five damn or thirty years now. So I'm just saying, dog. You feel me? That quest is turning into a goddamn adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'm a Raider. I'm a Raider through and through. I will always hate the Niners. I'm locked up. Please right. let me out. We're gonna see. Hey, like I said, that's why they play the game, man. That's why they play the game. Um, Sunday, game one. Don't mind the background. You know, the family just got home, so they kicking shit and turning on lights. Turn the goddamn light off. <laughs> Um, they don't care about me. <laughs> the light going off after you. Hey, hey, the, 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 the light going off gave you a light bulb. What's your, what's your thought? Right. Oh, oh you already look. You already know it's the baconators all day. The baconator's still coming. He here. He here. And the dog shaking. His collar going crazy. He doing everything. They doing the most right now. Who yeah. the buccaneers playing? Your niece is going crazy right now. <laughs> Who, Bucks got the Lions. Bucks got the Lions. Oh man. Oh. Oh. Bro. I I have been I have been drinking this like y'all said drinking this Kool-Aid of Detroit. Oh man. I'm still going with Detroit. I'm going to take Detroit in this game. I mean, look, for me this is more like I said, I am Baker, my guy. So I'm not going against. I'm not going against Baker until Baker go. Moo only knows I'm going Detroit because I'm going with Amon Ross St. Brown. That's the only reason. It ain't got I'm no going, other reason than I like Amon Ross St. Brown. I'm going with my boy DC Dan Campbell, man. I'm on the Dan Campbell train, bro. I I don't care, bro. Give me Dan Campbell. Look, I do not the Lions care. I want him at the hell. That's all I care about. Wait, 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 wait. If the Lions were the Lion, they wouldn't have made the playoffs. I'm just oh, saying. When they get there, they just lose. The first, <laughs> they just lose in the second round of playoffs. Oh, don't do that! Don't do that! Don't 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 bring back the Barry Sanders year. Don't do that, Mel. I'm just saying, hey, come on! I, I can fair. only use I can only use the information that I have available to me. Well, what if I tell you Baker gonna Baker and not get past the second round? What you gonna say then? Look, two things. <laughs> got, look, somebody's breaking something this week. <laughs> Somebody <Don't>. is. <laughs> he said one of these curses getting broken. Okay. <laughs> oh. No, I think I think the combination of I think the combination of uh the running back and Jerry I, what's the running back now? His name just slipped my mind. Uh Swift? No, Swift went oh, to the Jameer Eagles. Jameer Gibbs. David Montgomery. There we go. I think the combination of those two will be enough to at least keep them honest to give uh to have the Buccaneers at least be aware of play action and play and play for running. So I I I'm gonna take Detroit in this game. Okay. That's okay. We go, hey, that's why we play the game. We're gonna find out. That's why we play the game. That's why we're gonna find out. 
If Baker wins, though, I won't be surprised. The Buccaneers are still a pretty good team, bro. And you catch fire at the right time, you can run it. It's all about catching fire at the right time. And um, which leads me to the last game on Sunday. Um, these are two teams I hate both equally. So Chiefs, Bills. Um, You're like, fuck both these niggas. Somebody, yeah, like somebody got to win this bullshit game. Um, I it guess. ain't somebody. <laughs> because the thing about it is, this is with that. because this is what because this is the problem. This is the problem. So if Kansas City wins, everybody's gonna blow it out of proportion that Mahomes is winning with lesser talent. This is hilarious because it's actually true. <laughs> and if Josh Allen wins, he now gets catapulted into like the greatest yeah. quarterback in the league conversation. That oh, nigga but, can't before, because he ain't be, won no fucking hey, Super Moo. Bowl or been in a Super Bowl. Hey, 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 Moo, do you do you really? I'm just asking. Do y'all really think that when they say Patrick Mahomes is playing playing with less talent, is that just on offense? Because Kansas City's Kansas City they defense only, has been elite all season, bro. About, they only talk about offense. That's why I say you sure. That's what. Yeah. I, okay, okay, it, it, yeah, it, okay. That's fine. I just I just want to make that, sure. Yeah, they do that to control the narrative about all yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Of course. Of course, I just I wanted to make sure. The only reason why they were winning games is because of the defense. It has nothing to do with that offense. Quite no. literally. Um, and tell me if y'all feel. How, tell me if uh, I was shout out to play versus team. I was in the chat with them last night, um, and they brought this. They brought this comment. I well, at least I brought the comment. They were talking about Josh Allen, and I watched on several outlets that said that should Josh Allen beat the Kansas City Chiefs. And win a Super Bowl, he would go down as the greatest Buffalo Bill of all time. What do y'all think of that? Mm. The fact that this taking that y'all are actually thinking about this is ridiculous. I'm no, no, I'm not. Th- I'm not thinking about it. I'm just. I'm. I'm in awe that that people can people can say that. Like, okay, I don't even. You 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 know what? I, I mean. Those 90 teams of the Buffalo Bills were stacked with all-time great plays for the Bills. They just didn't win. And I right. still think Jim Kelly's a better quarterback than Josh Allen overall. So, I, Look, no, absolutely not. Josh Allen is not even a top five. He's probably not even a top ten Buffalo Bill of all time. That's a good point. Are we talking about I mean, quarterbacks? No, this player. He said, they, said, they said the best player. Not when O.J. Simpson, Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas – Andre Reed, Bruce Smith, like, do I have to run the names of these people down for people? Like, do y'all not know who the Buffalo Bills are? Yeah. <laughs> who said that, bro? Who said this? I didn't even know. I need to know like, the culprit right now. <laughs> like, stop it. Like, oh, like Josh Allen God. is, as a Buffalo Bill, honestly, honestly, this is a real thing. Better than what's his name? I can't. It's, it's gonna sound bad because I can't think of his name. The receiver. I want to say Johnny Morton, but that's not. It's not Johnny Morton. Um, oh shit! I can't think of his. I can't think of his name. Yeah, but his yeah. last name is Morton. Can't think of his name. But Marshawn Lynch. Is he a better build than Marshawn Lynch? Oh. Like, no. We're not gonna do this. Like, they said the best bill ever. That's wild. Yeah. And I didn't even tackle none of the Cornelius Bennett's, the Darrow Tallies, 
Like, I didn't get to the defensive dudes. Like, no. Oh, like, he's got, a, he's got a long way to go before we put him in that conversation of greatest bill of all time. That's a wild statement to say. <laughs> but this is what they do now. They just, they automatically thrust these new dudes into conversations that they do not belong in. Oh, shit. That is a wild statement to say. I ain't even gonna lie to you. That's crazy. The greatest bill of all time. That's wild. Of all time. Of all time. Wow. That's crazy. Right. Oh, you... shit. James can, 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 James can I be... Can I be serious right now? And I, I don't know how y'all are going to feel about this, which I, I I might stand on an island of this, but I don't even think Josh Allen is the best all-time bill or, or in uh, a top all-time bill on his team better than someone else on his team right now. I think Stefan Diggs would rank higher as an oh, all-time definitely. as of right now for Buffalo. Yeah, I think Trayvon White would. I, I do, Jordan, yeah. Jordan Poyer would. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Like there's dudes on that. There's dudes on that team. So no, I'm not. Sorry, um, Josh Allen got away because they just like the build. This is it's the quarterback bias again. That's all it is. Steve Trasker, Anilius Bennett, Daryl Tally, Jack. Oh, I, look, I say it all the time. They all need to stop. Just Gilchrist. because your Wi-Fi work don't mean you should be on in front of a camera. <laughs> That's true. All I got to say is I understand that COVID made a lot of people bored and got people thinking that, hey, if I get a microphone and a camera, I can I can get a podcast and I can start talking. Bro, exactly. no, be, be, no. be quiet. Here, here's what you do. Here's what y'all do. Y'all, y'all ready? Here's what y'all do. Y'all ready? I want everybody to just go ahead and look at this, right? Go ahead and take, take, take your notes, right? I'm going to go ahead and get on the big screen just so y'all can really see me, okay? All right. I want everybody to look at this, okay? Y'all see me? Hi, here I am. Right, when everybody that has dumb shit to say, or all you podcasts, bro, all you stupid motherfuckers out here that decided to pick up a mic and do right, right here, right? You see, right, right here. What do you do? Malicious is bugged out. I think he just said to. to... To turn your shit off. Turn your shit off. (laughs) Just turn your shit off and shut up. (laughs) I think that's what he did. Yeah. Uh, With that being said, the X factor in this game for Kansas City, I think, is going to be Travis Kelsey because the Bills. I didn't even bring this up with the 49ers game on why I also think Green Bay is going to win. Do y'all realize one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. The 49ers give up the seventh most yards to tight ends in the NFL. Where did Jordan Love throw that ball over and over again this past week? Did y'all catch it? Did y'all see what I did? Did y'all see what I did? Yes. Yes, we did. We did. You just just pulled the time. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> all right disconnect but, uh, okay this con fucking neck okay take your shit the fuck out take your goddamn camera whatever the new webcam you got from tiktok because i know tiktok shop is promoting content creators i don't care shut your stupid ass up okay the fuck off tiktok get off youtube all right you're not a content creator you're a dork okay sit your ass down somewhere go read a fucking book go outside feel the sidewalk feel the air Get your ass off the internet, 
saying dumb shit, okay? Disconnect. It's this. It's, it's, it's easy. It's one, two, three. Y'all ready? Look, I'm going to show you again. This dude. Who <laughs> uh, crazy, that dog. simple, okay? Show ass off the internet saying dumb shit. <laughs> uh, I'm taking Kansas City in this game. I am taking. I'm taking, and the reason why I'm taking Kansas City because not only did I the point about San Francisco, Travis Kelsey is going to be the X factor because the Bills also are top ten in the most yards given up to tight ends, and you know Travis Kelsey is Patrick Mahomes' favorite target. I just need Kadarius Tony and them boys to hold on to the ball because they had a lot of drops last week. Might have been an anomaly, but I do believe that connection between Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey is special. I don't. I mean, it's special. And I don't, I don't know if Buffalo will have enough to stop it, but they will start keying. I think they'll start keying on Travis Kelsey so much and playing a man, a man zone. And if Patrick Mahomes can carve, which he hasn't really been notoriously good at throwing against zone, but I mean, hey, I think they can. I think they could win. I, I, I'm gonna take Kansas City, even though I would love to see Josh Allen finally answer the call and get past Kansas City. I'm I'm going Kansas City. Two things. Or you got things. Two things. Number one, Travis Kelsey. All right, if you drop that many goddamn balls in a game in front of your future wife slash baby mama, okay? Count your days, my boy. Count your days because your days is number. All right, you might as well go out like your boy, like your like your brother Jason. Get up there and do the podcast, okay? Because if you keep dropping these goddamn, I seen one literally right here. Back, okay? Drop right. There. I was like, oh no, Travis, what's going on? Your girl is upstairs, bro. What what you doing? <laughs> You're getting cheeks before the game. You can't do that. <laughs> hey, I get cheeks before the game, and I'll be out there dropping passes that's blatant in front of me, dog. Okay, that ain't no excuse. All right? You feel me? Your girl's in the stands, man. You feel me? She up there high-fiving with extras, other celebrities and shit. You stupid. Right? You want the motherfucking jersey sales to go up, bitch. You better catch that goddamn ball. All right, look, check this out. On a serious note, okay? I just got one thing to say. Josh Allen, all right? You have one job. Not to throw interception. No, 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 no. That's the thing. You know what? It's funny. He's gonna do that. We should call it before. And it's no more like it's no longer quickies. You're getting swifty. Oh my mama, he's he's been getting the swifties for sure. Okay, we 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 knew about the swifties long time ago. All right, I'm John. I'm JC. I'm gonna put that on a t-shirt for you. We're gonna we're gonna copyright that. We getting swifties, okay? Getting swifty and the shifty with it. And I'm just playing. All right, look, Josh Allen, you got one job. Win the damn game. All right. Win the damn game. I don't want to hear no excuses. I don't want to hear nothing about no overtime. I don't want to hear about no thirty, no thirteen seconds. I don't want to hear shit. Go out there and win the game. That's all you gotta do is go out there and win the game. Go, go beat these niggas. Because if you don't, that that that's going to be your narrative. That's going to be your story, right? And I think they can do it. They've been playing some really good football as of lately, right? Maybe he can go out there with the Kentucky two step and fake slide and you know what I'm saying get to the hip crib again. But you got one job. <laughs> and go. Win the game. Josh Allen's the modern day Philip Rivers. I'm like, look, my thing, I'm not giving Ain't too happening. much analysis on this one. This is me. Um, this is the lesser of two evils that I'm taking. I feel that. You don't That's like Patrick it. Mahomes. I hate it. <laughs> it's the lesser of two evils. Like, so I don't want, I'm tired of listening to Patrick Mahomes being the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. I'm just tired of it. Fucking stupid to me. Um, <laughs> I think the Bills got the better team. I think the Bills will handle business. And um, man, 
But again, with that being said, whoever won the Ravens and Texans game is definitely going to the Super Bowl. I'm yeah, just saying. It doesn't matter. Whoever wins, it doesn't matter. They're, they're losing to Man, whoever wins. All I got to say is if Stefan Diggs don't go out there and get jammed into oblivion like Tyreek did last week, they should win the game. Y'all should be fine. But well, he was on ice. Put, you, I'm not gonna put that on Tyreek. Hell no! Hell no! Hell no! Cause that nigga got in his shit, boy. I said, "Oh my god!" I'm not gonna put that on because if they were on, like, if it was a nice day, Snead ain't come. He not he not pressing Tyreek Hill like that. Man, I don't know about that. That mm. technique was beautiful. Nah, you ain't got, he ain't got enough. His, his, his nuts ain't big enough to do that on a nice day. He got two to the chest. <laughs> So, Stefan, don't get your ass out there and get stuck on. Because that nigga, Ladarius, literally, mm-mm. nigga, where you going? Nigga, hand him up I real quick, nigga. Stirred him, stir him around like, hold on, nigga, drag him around like Draymond. Stephon Diggs and put his face in the dirt and said, nigga, on. you must have forgot who I am, nigga. It's, I got that 38 special for you, boy. And that motherfucker go back. All right, we're going to see. We're going to see. Um... That ain't your brother, Stefan. That's a real jammer right there, nigga. Just <laughs> and I ain't talking about quitting, boy. Stupid. All right. So, <laughs> another dope-ass show. We got DJ Michael B came through. Appreciate it. You know my, it. My brother was in the chat going nuts. Appreciate you. Uh, everybody else who was listening, people watching. Um, Bill's defense is beat up. Yeah, kind of. They'll be all right. They'll be all right. Maybe I um any last words before we get up out of chat. Man, y'all know what it is. is. <laughs> okay, Moo. <laughs> okay, Moo, that's it. <laughs> hey, I'm coming here. I'm coming hot this week. You didn't play last week, so I had to save all that energy for this week. So fuck y'all. Go Packers. I just want to remind it. I just want to remind everybody that the Texans were number one this season in uh stopping the rush. So go. Texans. All right. Um, before I get up out of here, I want to, you see the shirt. It's supposed, you know, this ball, then this ball, her. If all y'all know, y'all know I coach a women's football team out here in Vegas. Shout out to my man, Coach Money. He's the one who make these. That's my defensive coordinator. Nasty with the defense. Nasty. That's my guy. Um, I need one. Appreciate it. You want one? I got you. Yeah, I need one. That boy said, Nine Nation Unite. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, nah, another dope ass show, another football Friday in the books. This week has been dope. Um, we got the divisional round coming up. We're gonna see how these picks work. Um, shout out to ESPN for watching our content. We appreciate you guys. Y'all wild for that take. <laughs> appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. I hope we gave yeah. y'all some new material. So when I oh, see it on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, no, it's we got we got some uh, other stuff we working on in the background. Me and working on in the background. Yeah. If anybody takes this, then we know for a fact. We know for a fact you niggas is watching. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, but we appreciate this. This is give us a shout out next time. I'm telling you, I'm gonna come up with a specific slogan. That you must, man, I'm trying to tell you. And we got one already. And I'm telling you, I've been on the airways. I've been watching you niggas. And if we see this shit, I promise y'all on our shit. But I'm telling you, I got, I got some things cooking, man. I got some things cooking. Things are cooking. Best damn football show, period. And I'm going to keep. Come on, push your button. Push your goddamn button. Push your goddamn button.